I know we're not talking about focus, but my focus of the year. I think we should talk about focus of the too. That's a that's like a, a new addition to our system to the system. Yeah. I think we should do that because I actually have a, a little foreshadowing, but I will be talking about both and mine. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm Kyle. And in this episode, we discuss our yearly themes. So before we get into that, Kyle, what have you been up to? Okay, yeah. So for, I guess, a little context, we're recording this episode before uh, both Christmas and New Year's, but it's being released on the 10th of January. So first of all, happy New Year's and happy Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. Uh, but it's been a wild time, especially as we're getting back to uh, normal after you know two years of a pandemic. So hopefully everybody had a great time. Uh, I hope I had a great time. So good luck, future Kyle. <laughs> I'll see if that's true. <laughs> but prior to the Christmas and New Year's, uh, I've wrapped up my career writing class, uh, which is nice to get that out the door. And... Uh, Congrats. I have a bunch of tools underneath my belts now that I didn't have before. Or if I did have them before, they're much more refined and I know to use them better now. So I'm excited about that. And uh, let's see, what else have I been up to? It's mostly been that, I guess. I've been I've been working on projects that I should give a code name, but I haven't given it a code name yet. So we'll call it Project... Uh, mm, <laughs> uh, project... But- Butterscotch. Debut? No, that's too strong of a word. Uh, project prototype. Knipsy. No, I can't find anything good for it. Project Knipsy. <laughs> uh, yeah, Knipsy? What's a Knipsy? Knipsy. I don't know. <laughs> well, hopefully it's not a bad word. We'll call it Project Knipsy, Knipsy for now. <laughs> Apologies if it is. Yeah, okay. Knipsy is nothing. So we'll, call it, we'll call it Project Knipsy for now. There uh, you which go. Which is going to be a, an ambitious, uh, ambitious experimental project I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into it later with our themes why what it is well no, some vague details of what it is but i've okay. started the first moves of that to yesterday yeah yesterday i started the first moves of that and i'm excited for what the future might have in store for me it won't we won't know until not even when this episode comes out it'll be a, a few months after this episode comes out it's the uh the planned finalizing date so we'll see but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this and I have a lot of good feeling about 2022, but I mean, it's like kind of cliche to say about the next year anyways, but I'm going to say the cliche and say that I'm feeling pretty good and I can talk more about this stuff when we get into the episode. Uh, how about you, Mark? Uh, what have I been up to? I've uh, been doing a few things compared to <laughs> past two months or whatever. So um, uh, recently I've been reviewing a friend's screenplay and uh yeah nice yeah uh giving notes it's been so long since i wrote a screenplay or or anything on that front Mm. because i've been mostly in prose right and and nonfiction. but it's been nice to kind of get back to reading screenplays um and discussing them and the setup and stuff like that so we may have a uh co-writing session uh, to work on his script. Oh, nice. um, so that's interesting. Makes me kind of want to hop back to some of the uh, uh, scripts that I have re- drafted. 
um, and work on those again. But, you know, I need to focus <laughs> not not too yeah. many projects, but um, it, it's been fun to discuss that with them. And then I also started back writing Project Witch. So I had to read over all my notes, um, read the story that I've written thus far, look at uh, the outline and all that stuff to kind of situate myself back into the world since I've been gone from so long, mm-hmm. uh, since I've been focusing on my editing course, uh, which I'm now on a break. So, uh, that's been fun. And I started back, uh, writing, uh, in one of the additional chapters I added. So it's kind of been fun to explore with that. I may not use it all. I may end up actually trashing it or dispersing the content mm-hmm. everywhere else, but it's just been fun to write. Um, then let's see, I published a blog seeking permission finally, and then I also publish an unboxing video for one of my books that I have. It's the Hansel and Gretel and Other Stories from the Brothers Grimm. It's a Folio Society uh, limited edition facsimile. Uh, so it's a, it's a, a beautifully illustrated uh, book. I know you're uh, a big fan of the Folio Society. and We've mentioned it multiple times on the show. Uh, yeah so every now and then i do unboxing video or uh like a book tour uh with specs on the you know type of print and font and all that good stuff well that is is detailed i don't know that's a different kind of appreciation that i could ever have for books (laughs) like i applaud Uh, that i just am not that kind of person it's it's like there's one thing about like uh, people love the tactile feel of reading books and flipping through pages, but like I do keep um, that I go read every now and then. Uh, well, I've reread the series three times now. Uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. Oh yeah, by yeah. George R. R. Martin. Well, the or, series. I'm sorry, <laughs> Game of Thrones, yeah. as as everyone else knows it as. Uh, but I'm reading rereading the first book. Uh, which is actually titled Game of Thrones. Mm. And it's just, I can, the artwork, the illustration is amazing. And I actually have uh, full prints of mm. some of the artwork. Um, I haven't hung them up on the walls yet. I'm running out of wall space from all the artwork <laughs> that I have. But just reading through and that the type is beautiful. It matches the story. Um, the pages are just nice and thick and they have that great weight to it when you like flip through them and that sound ah i love it i love it i love it um so it just really for me nerding out on that stuff it just it's really great when i actually crack one of those open and start reading through it Mm. it's just it's it's amazing i love it and it's nice and beautiful to look at uh when it's on your bookshelves and everything else so Anyway, uh, outside, so I publish, <laughs> sometimes I publish videos of the book tours of some of the limited edition books or facsimile books mm. that I have. I publish uh, video tours of that and share it with other book nerds. Um, I also talk about books. Uh, well, it's not a book, but I publish Weighted, a short story on yeah, Apple yeah. Books. So it's available oh, yeah, right. on Apple Books. Uh, previously, it was exclusive to Amazon. Uh, so the exclusivity has ended. Yes, I said that slow because I didn't think I would get through the word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's on Apple Books. So I published that on Apple Books. 
And then lastly, I've just been editing our upcoming episode, Deep Work. Um, so I finished editing for that, uh, even though that's not due for a couple weeks from our standpoint, right? As of recording, uh, that's nice and done and ready to go. So that's kind of what I've been up to. That's much better, I would say, than my previous yeah. nothing. I think so. Um, it's like yeah, the past couple check-ins, I've been like, I've done nothing except for read and watch TV or in work. Like, so yeah. it sounds like you're coming out of your slow period now, which is great. Yeah, and work has been absolutely insane. I'm in uh, tech, yeah. so everyone in tech right now is dealing with that log 4J. Uh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> vulnerability. Yeah, oh. you're not going to know what that is. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a it's a security vulnerability. So they patched their software, and then every, just everyone's just going wild with that. Um, so that's been consuming my <laughs> week at work and stuff. And I'm on call this weekend, so I'm hoping that no one does something which requires uh, me to be called in. So talking about called in, we want to call an and <laughs> to this year <laughs> yeah. um, and start looking at FY22. We're hoping that uh, it's going to be... FY2022. Sorry. <laughs> wow, you are such a... You are really a small business owner. <laughs> okay, guys, get ready for not the new year, but the fiscal year. Yeah, fiscal year 22. I'm sorry. For the year 2022. <laughs> um, and we look for it with our themes, right? Our yearly themes that we use. And uh, Kyle... Why don't you drop us into this? And if you want to kind of give a little reminder of what yeah. the themes or what the inspiration is for it, and then lead us into what your 20, uh, 2021 yearly themes mm -hmm. is and kind of how you did with that. Yeah. Okay. So the yearly themes is something that I think is a, it has like a, I don't know if it's like a small or moderate following in the productivity community, but it's popularized by CGP Gray. Of the YouTube channel, the same name. He's a YouTuber and podcaster. He co-hosts the show Cortex uh, with Mike Hurley on Relay FM, which is uh, probably, in my opinion, the best productivity show out there uh, because it just is about like how two guys work, and it really inspires me to try better on working my own things. But Gray himself is very adamantly against uh, goals and resolutions. Uh, he's been very vocal about it before in the past. He thinks that they're designed to, to fail, that, uh, how, what else? Uh, wait, I just got distracted or something. Uh, he thinks that themes, uh, or not themes, he thinks that goals and resolutions are basically designed to set you up for failure because like, say you have a goal of like, say losing 20 pounds by the end of the year, but you lose 19, you still feel like that you didn't reach your goal and there you go, you fail. Uh, I'm actually kind of directly plagiarizing Mike Hurley right now from the latest episode about <laughs> themes because he's the exact same example. <laughs> so to make it a little bit more like how we talk in the show. Uh, so you want to write 200 pages uh, by the end of the year for a book, but you write 199 pages. Uh, you might feel like a failure because you didn't reach that. That's the issue with like resolutions and goals. And those always set yourself up for failure unless you're a specific kind of person. But even then you might not even account for things in your life such as like travel or emergencies or the entire power grid going down here in Texas. Like <laughs> there's... There's a lot of different things that could happen between 
the start of the year and the end of the year and they get in the way of your uh, resolutions and your goals and that is just basically setting yourself up for failure and that's like why resolutions are never really fully completed uh as well because like you get distracted you fall into routine it's easy to think about these things while you're on a break and you're like hey i'm gonna return for break i'm gonna be like this and this and this but uh as we've read in the literature before like in atomic habits and so on uh, it's really hard to make it get a complete overhaul so you do small incremental things which is where a theme really helps a theme is less of a specific goal and more of a general idea of your year so uh, for example you might have the theme of writing to use my writing example from earlier and all it matters is that you pursue more writing projects in a time you work on like different writing exercises and it, you don't set a hard goal because if you set a hard goal uh you're gonna set yourself a failure so you maybe like you write you want to write more so you end up uh trying to write every morning but maybe something comes up and you can't write for two weeks but instead of doing that time you think about ideas for your next story and you write those down you're still working on your theme you're just not uh directly writing uh that same thing could be applied for health as well which is like well i couldn't I go for a run three days a week because of something that came up or I'm just getting too tired of it. But I did go on a 20 minute walk. You're still focusing on your health. You might even like choose to like cut out like fries with your, with your hamburger and get like a salad instead, still focusing on your health. That's the point. The point is that you are specifically making decisions upon this one or, or upon this phrase that you've given yourself for the year. And that's all that matters. It's not about completing things specifically it's not about uh it's not about uh reaching a specific goal a specific number at the end of the year but it's more of just like a general framework that you live your life in and that is what a theme is uh to i guess do a little bit more plugging uh cgb gray and mike curly of cortex have also created a website called the theme system.com i think it's here the theme system.com or theme system.com and they uh, actually sell specific products tailored to this because like they uh, they're very big uh, notebook fans, at least Mike Hurley is, so they have a specific notebook for theme tracking. But the thing is, though, you don't need to use a notebook. I tried using the notebook last year. It didn't work for me because if we know through this show, I don't care for paper. <laughs> so <laughs> I have my own system for tracking and uh, so on. But uh, th- I think the themesystem.com is what it is. They have a good overlay or a good overview of what a theme is in a more concise way than I could put it. But that's what, and that's in general what a theme is and uh, what it means versus like a resolution and a goal. For example, if you listen to our past episode, the 2021 theme episode, uh, my theme was the year of finishing it, which my goal that year was to finish more things. But uh, yeah, so that the goal for the year is to finishing more things. So that means like things I picked up, I wanted to try finishing more and like try to stick to it. And for a while, there were some things I didn't stick to. And it really made it really irked me at times. It's like, I'm ah, not finishing everything that I started. I actually felt very overwhelmed. And I was like, oh no, I can't. I'm laying myself down. But I had to remind myself, this is a theme, not a goal. I don't need to finish everything that I start. So I changed it to be a little bit more uh, specific in the theme. And I changed it to finishing what matters. And that would be something that I get enjoyment from or something that could uh, benefit me in the long run or the short term really. So the goal was finishing what matters, which came up and that made things a little bit easier to deal with. Like at the beginning of the year, 
I couldn't find a single book that satisfied me. Like I picked up like three books and didn't finish a single one. And I was like, oh, I'm letting myself down. It's the start of the year and I can't finish a single thing. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? These things are not giving me enjoyment. Uh, but the things that do give me enjoyment, I should stick to through the end. And that's yeah. uh, what came up. Uh, I still kind of struggle with the idea that I didn't finish everything I started last year. Uh, but I think that changing it to finishing what matters made it a lot better for me. And because of that, I managed to, uh, I finished a few short stories. I did uh, two career writing classes. I I read, I think, at the, at the time of recording this, I finished 29 books, but my goal is to have the 30th done, which is my goal for the year, uh, by maybe tomorrow. If not, then by Christmas. Uh, I just have a few more chapters left in this book I'm reading. And I think I should reach 30 books then. And yeah, just uh, it's about finishing the things that matter to me now. And that, I think, helps me really kind of decide, like, what what do I care about and what do I not? And uh, which things do I think will bring the most value to me? Uh, I guess, yeah. How about you, Mark? What was your last year like? Uh, my last year. So my theme for 2021 was the uh, was uncomfortability. Um, yeah, meaning, yeah, so meaning that I should do things that make me uncomfortable. Um, so, you know, if you're making a decision or you're hesitant on something because you don't feel comfortable doing it or, you, you know, it takes you out of your safety bubble, uh, then you should, then I should add uh, greater weight to doing that. Okay. Um, so from that, couple of things that I didn't want to do well it may not seem like uh, big things or anything to everyone else but you know it was still things that I were I was hesitant on doing and so uh, a couple things that happened as a result of my uh, 2021 year uncomfortability uh, I started my first newsletter and so that was in February of this year uh, the inputs and outputs of Mark so it is true what they say getting your first 25 issues is a is a monumental task uh, yeah but i i just struggled <laughs> with mine recently i i had a problem releasing up an issue i think i released it two days late but yeah it's hard yeah it's it's hard i've been late and during my most recent break of not doing anything that i mean i missed a couple issues but um I mean, it's tough. I went from a weekly release to fortnightly because it's tough doing something every single week, mm-hmm. um, which is the purpose of me starting the newsletter. So I'm on issue number 24 is coming this weekend. Wow, you're so close. To yeah, I'm so close to... to, to goal. Yeah. Um, to, uh, and, and they say like getting your first 25 is difficult and then mm-hmm. it gets easier after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, trying to build that up has, has, it's, it's been a struggle. Well, uh, that's being uncomfortable then like, yeah, that really is uncomfortable trying to do 25. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I, I started that. Um, so that was started as a result of being uncomfortable. Um, then I enrolled in a year long copy editing program. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a, a specialized certificate in copy editing. So I wasn't sure if I would do that. Uh, it was something for months I was actually going back and forth on. 
and researching and like reading lots of people reviews of the courses of the program itself uh, what they learned from it you know the instructors and everything uh, and so then this year I think around uh, February or March as well I decided to go ahead and jump in and sign up um, for it, which was completely unexpected. So it did kind of derail my focus of mm. the year. My While my theme was uncomfortability, my focus was writing, mm. but it's still writing adjacent. So I, you know, I still think I hit my focus of the year, but my, uh, but for the thing that, that was um, something new as well to try to get into that area and learn. And then the last one that I can think of was uh, a personal goal as well, was uh, self-publishing for the first time. So that was super exhilarating to get everything, um, (laughs) to finish your writing projects and then get them in a state to publish, to self-publish them. Now, looking back, of course, now I'm like, I shouldn't have published that. I know I can do much better. I should rewrite that. But, uh, you know, I think everyone goes through that for anything that they release. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those three things uh, I think were were boring out of uncomfortability. Publishing, especially when you share your writing. Mm -hmm. First, when you share your writing with one other person, period. That's like a huge, like, step. Yeah, um, for sure people take especially then people like, sh- close to you i'm much more yeah. willing to share with strangers and like oh a friend wants to be done it's like oh okay <laughs> okay right right yeah. um so that's tough like sharing with strangers and your friends and then when you get to the place where you actually you know self-publish it you know publish your own work and stuff like that and people actually buy it yeah that's um that's a whole nother different feeling. Yeah. So, and, and it puts yourself out there too. It still puts yourself out there and it's super like, you know, yeah, it breaks your, your personal safety uh, mm-hmm. bubble that you've expanded each time you share any writing work mm-hmm. that you do. Even though you should divorce yourself from that, you, you still can't ha- help but have personal feelings attached with it. So those were my three things that came out of my theme of uncomfortability for the year. And I feel like I was very successful uh, in executing on that theme or Mm -hmm. applying that theme to my focus. I know we're not talking about focus, but my focus of the year. I think we should talk about focus (laughs) a little bit too. That's that's like a a new addition to our system, to the system. I think we should do that because I actually have a... Uh, a little foreshadowing, but I will be talking about both and mine. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> okay. So so my like I said, my focus for twenty twenty one was writing, and it was whatever I need to do within that bubble. I wanted to focus on writing that year, and my theme was uncomfortability, things to put me out there. So mm-hmm. how I applied it was to writing, right? Uh, publishing my first newsletter of having a personal newsletter I've never had a personal newsletter mm-hmm. it's like what are you going to write about but it gets me in the theme of uh, writing from the aspect and some of, some of the stuff I feel that I've written in my newsletter like hey you can actually write this should be a standalone blog post or article <laughs> Yeah, and actually a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, I, and I posted some of the standalones on uh, Medium Oh. And, uh, you know, it, it, they've gotten hits and I've gotten 
uh, uh, money off nice. of those hits. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, that's nice. So, you know, for some of those that I'm like, oh, that's a really good, I sh- that's a standalone blog mm-hmm. post. I do share those as like teasers for the newsletter, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, the newsletter is free, of course. Try to hook you in and subscribe. Like this is <laughs> exclusive content, right? Uh, so that was writing focused. Uh, so that was based on my focus of writing and those two married together. Copy editing has personally improved my writing. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly focused on editing and analyzing writing, mm-hmm. but it personally it has improved my writing. And so it's still attached to my writing focus, but I was uncomfortable in getting into that area um, and uh, was hesitant about my skills mm-hmm. um, in the editing arena. And it, it's, it's been so nice to kind of get, build pods with other like-minded people and editors mm-hmm. and kind of get actual feedback all my editing skills and, and from uh, my professors. Yeah. So that's been fantastic for my writing, even though it's not writing focused in that manner, mm. you know? Um, and then, like I said, the last one was publishing, publishing two, uh, two works. And that's focused on writing again. And that's completing work and then putting yourself out there uh, in self-publishing, have work out there for people, strangers to judge. Uh, so, the, the, I mean, those all interweave together uh, for my focus and my themes. And that's mm-hmm. like if you have yours structured or if you define yours, sometimes your focus and theme can be the same thing. That's okay. Like you mentioned at the top, writing. Writing yeah. can be your focus and writing can be your theme yeah. uh, of the year, right? So, but those are, that's a particular way or at least some of my examples of how those two kind of came together and intertwined uh, for my year. And I hope to kind of repeat that success in, uh, 2022. So I guess I should get with my 2022 theme first then. Yeah. Let's start with your 2022 theme. All right. Well, this one's, gone through, this one's gone through several revisions and, uh, it's kind of kept the core to it there, uh, from there uh, initially. But the thing that really made me change it up was our discussion on how we plan I think that was probably one of the most important episodes we've ever recorded, I think, because you brought up something that I never thought about, a focus. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, like I've had like themes, I've had plans, but I never like, really had like a straight up like focus on things. So mm-hmm. my theme for 2022 is the year of focus uh, because ah. it is so easy for me to get make, like, caught up in multiple different things. And yes, yeah. you should know like when you should, you should know when you should cut something out of your life. Like if it's like not going anywhere. Uh, or if you're not getting enjoyment out of it, you should cut it out. But yeah. uh, I, even then, like, that was an issue with like, me, like, finishing things is that I was, like, kind of justifying a lot. I was like, oh, I'm not going to finish this thing because it doesn't really matter to me right now. And so I cut it out. And I never had, like, a core, like, schedule for things other than my newsletter and this podcast to, like, release things on a, on a regular value or regular schedule. So mm-hmm. the whole... uh I, it was like a whole mess in a sense last year. And I think taking the writing classes actually gave me some more, gave me better reasons to work on focus again for side projects. And so I'm doing something different. I'm doing a theme on focus with a focus on getting it out there, which is originally my original theme was getting it out there. Then I changed it to the year of focus with a focus on getting it out there, getting it out there uh, because I've been working on this skill set for the past two years very intensely of writing 
but I haven't really done that much to get it out there that often. And mm-hmm. uh, part of it does go down to like you make yourself vulnerable. Like for me, I think I've maybe mentioned this in the podcast before. I'm like record every single podcast. I will let it out there the next week. Like I, I, I have no issues with with getting a podcast out there. But yeah. like things that are a little bit more personal, like writing, uh, that is harder to get out there. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make a bigger effort uh, to do that more often and start saying more. Uh, do a trick that works really well in my in my per in my professional life which is have deadlines and i'm gonna be using deadlines to get things out there so to get started on this whole thing i got the and this is actually i didn't even think of this until just now this is podcast i listen to called focused and it's an airbrack tv podcast mm-hmm. from relay fm and they release an annual whiteboard calendar each year before i even chose this theme of focus i ordered the focused calendar so it's very <laughs> I was actually thinking, like, there's no room to write my theme on this calendar, but it's literally right there. It says focused at the top. So oh, it was nice. very apt that I chose the, they get the 2022 whiteboard calendar with the, with the theme of focus, and it's from the focused podcast. Uh, but go. I got that, and I've already written down a few due dates on it. And my primary one that I'm working on right now is what we'll call Project Knipsy, Knips, Knipsy, a made up word that I just spelled on Google Docs. K-E-N-I-P-S-Y is how I'm spelling right now. Project Knipsy. Man, that was quite a word we thought of or you thought of, Mark, but I like it. It's it's playful because this whole thing should be playful because I, this is going to be my first big thing to get out there. Uh, but I'm crossing over to the next decade of my life in April and my goal is Ooh. to get a major writing project out there by the time I turn 30. So I've decided that I'm going to focus. I'm I'm going to focus the next three months of my life uh, to rewriting, editing, and doing everything needed to self-publish a book. And I guess I have your guidance, Mark. If I need, if I have any questions, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a big move. And I've already found some people that are interested in beta reading. I should have found these beta readers earlier in this month because I gave them the deadline for or earlier in December because I get in the deadline of like January 4th, the, f- the first week of January to give me their notes, uh, mm-hmm. which I know is a lot to ask for. So I don't really expect to get too much back, but that's the first step of getting it out there is people that want to read it that I have never read it before. Uh, so yeah. that's the first step, but I, I'm looking forward to doing that. I also have a few other things on there as well that I'm going to be focusing on with the uh, deadlines such as the audio drama project that's kind of gone in and out of existence for the past couple of years since we started this podcast. Uh, my co-writer and I were both very, very determined this time to get it out. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no more distractions, really. There was a thing that happened in 2020 when we planned on launching it called the pandemic. And so that played a huge wrench in everything. So we, we never really... Uh, then we basically kind of forgot about it until like, mid 2021 and we're like oh yeah we should bring that back from the dead and uh we're looking forward to right now we're finalizing i think we should have all the scripts finalized by the time this episode comes out so when this episode comes out we'll be moving into the next phase which is casting which is i think gonna be the hardest phase uh because i have no idea how to cast uh none of us have show have theater backgrounds so (laughs) this will be a really fun project basically teaching yourself how to build a production from scratch uh but that's the next phase and future Kyle, who's probably editing this episode right now, will probably be working on that phase. So I wish I wish him luck. <laughs> but Good luck, future Kyle. 
Yeah, but I have a few other things in there too. I have a few other deadlines set as well. I will not mention, but uh, those are the two major ones I want to focus on this year that I really want to get out there. Uh, and hopefully that will mean many more things to uh, follow. My tools I plan using for this theme is focusing on more on digital minimalism and deep work in my life because that's a good way to increase focus. I also plan on maybe doing daily themes. I think daily themes would be probably the best way to get this thing going. So I might bring back daily themes. So thanks to this podcast, I've gotten some things underneath my, uh, in my utility belt that can be useful for accomplishing these things. So I've already made a huge step in making digital minimalism more, more of a part of my life, uh, yeah. using different tools to do that. Deep work I'm still working on, but digital minimalism I think comes first and then deep work comes second. So uh, it's, a, it's a work in progress, but I'm looking forward to this. I'm so excited to use this calendar on my wall. I'm just staring at it right now. I can't, it starts <laughs> on January 1st. I've had this thing for a month now. I'm just like, I can't wait to like start making X's on it. And just like, hey, again, this much closer. <laughs> I'm, I'm super ready to use this calendar. And also using my nice. Caliban board next to it for prioritizing along with my weekly and monthly goals. Yeah, I'm, I, I feel like I'm very driven by getting things out there for focusing on things. Like sharing with people is like a huge driving factor for me. And mm-hmm. last year I was trying to finish things without actually having an audience in mind. And I'm going to change that now. And uh, hopefully this goes better. And hopefully the, the tools we've learned along the way of this podcast in the past 65 episodes have taught me <laughs> what I needed to do to get this out there. So that's my theme, the year of focus with a focus on getting it out there. How's your 2022 nice. looking, Mark? I'm pretty excited for for your theme. I can't wait to see what you get out there. Uh, mine, uh, man, this is, it's, okay. So what's currently resonating with me for uh, 2020 at the moment is consistency and routine. So, you know, consistency is like partly why I started my newsletter. Like if I'm left to my own devices, which this later half of the year we've seen, though I feel like <laughs> I have an excuse for that with my yeah. like copy editing course being the focus. But, um, you know, I I just kind of get in a sense of I release whatever I want. <laughs> you know, uh, if it takes me six, six months to write my next blog mm. post, I'll write it. Even though I've been making notes and like, you know, doing drafts and outlines for other posts, like they haven't seen the light of day, right? Because yeah. uh, I'm like, ah, oh, I just release whenever I want. I think that's okay. There's something to be said about quality over quantity. Mm. But, you know, I think it's kind of, um, and, and and with you speaking, it makes me want to add a third one in sustainability. Okay. Um, it kind of makes it hard to sustain something when you disappear for like a year. You're like, <laughs> yeah. there's another blog post or something like that, right? And then you just go off back into the the woods again, uh, never to be seen until <laughs> the next year, yeah. year and a half, when you feel like doing something. I, I think there's a balance to be struck there. And I think that I can be a little bit more consistent mm-hmm. in my approach and work. So it doesn't mean like releasing something weekly or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but just with everything, I think it can provide a, a, just a bit more consistency uh, and routine 
in the approach to my work. And, you know, this is all based off the impact of recent books that we've read and reviewed. That's Deep Work by Cal Newport. <laughs> yeah. The Practice by Seth Godin. And of course, Refuse to Choose by Barbara Sher. You know, those have had an impact on me, meaning that they've kind of left me reeling a bit after mm-hmm. reading them because I haven't been able, they've kind of shaken me up a bit and I haven't been able to quite place them in my like work life at how that will work. And they're making me really think about my work, my routine, my output, things that I'm doing or focusing on. Mm. Really, they're like truly have kind of shaken me up. And I'm like, you know, how can I best apply, you know, lessons from these particular books? And so those are kind of the three things that that, I don't want them to be. I I know there's probably an overarching theme there, (laughs) but consistency, routine and and now after talking with you, sustainability. Yeah. Like building that foundation for something that that you can have. And I think that you need that consistent consistency routine uh, to leverage to have that foundation foundation and structure in place going forward with uh, other things that you're doing or that you're trying to work. I think publishing, uh, you know, I'm excited that I like medium is the only external source that I publish on Mm -hmm. outside of my blog. And it's exciting to be able to grow uh, followers there and to have people, you know, read or comment on on, uh, some of my posts. I say read and comment or read at least, but uh, I say comment as if everyone's commenting. Not everyone comments. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know it's exciting to see the weekly stats of you know people reading a, a post that you've written um, or giving a thumbs up, and then or you know getting you know monthly checks based off that reading uh, from Medium platform. Now I like to build more of that. Um, and I like to build more uh, of my newsletter and build sustainable uh, platforms that I can use to leverage for maybe other works. So I'm pretty excited about that. I, I don't know quite know how that will situate for the year. It's kind of been difficult to try to pin down the theme, mm-hmm. but it's going to be around in that area. Those are okay. things that I want to work on. The focus is still going to be writing okay so i you know i'm going to be completing my copy editing certification uh early next year q1 of next year and so i'll be free a bit Uh, i won't have my 10 to 20 hours a week focused on copy editing course Mm. i'll be free a bit to you know uh write or to start producing other things and uh that will be I'm looking forward to that. I'm also interested in potentially producing Ooh. content for or or um, seeking out others to help produce uh, content for them. I don't know how I enter that, whether it'll be podcasts, because there's still, you know, audio dramas I would like to write and some stuff that mm. I've outlined um, or to find, you know, help uh you know, produce mm-hmm. a show or something of that nature. I would very much like to still do that. I still have an aim to do that. I never talked about it on the show, 
but like um, you know pick up a show or something like that and produce it well uh, uh, I'm uh, working on audio drama and <laughs> I'll let you know if we need any room for producers yeah um, slap slap produced by Apexis um, or <laughs> yeah. whatever I think they'll be super interesting and even outside of podcasts like maybe indie films and stuff like that um, I'll be super interested and in, in to get and I've always wanted to to get into that arena and I think that will be part of the sustainability wing of uh, creating and building a foundation but expanding out on kind of my five-year plan that I've had so uh yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at. It it's, doesn't seem as focused because I've, you know, Deep Work was the latest book to kind of shake me up, and I'm yeah, like, how can I shake me up too. That? I made a lot of changes yeah. that I'm sticking with right now. I'm trying to make my digital minimalism stick this time. It's always been hard, and yeah, it's not perfect, but I'm using I'm using it less as as a step in the right direction. Yeah, and I've you know I've. Like I said, I've, that book has drastically reduced the input or you know, consumption that I have with that. And so Deep Work has kind of doubled back down on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten so much better with that. And uh, we'll probably do a check-in to see how you know 22 is going if I change any of my themes. But that's where I'm feeling that I'm around. I'm still highly focused on writing. Mm-hmm. So writing is still going to be my primarily focus. My primary focus, you know, um, I don't have any particular. There's projects I'm working on, writing projects I'm working on. So I don't have any particular goals that I want to announce. But you know, more short stories, mm-hmm. maybe an actual novel if project which pans out to be that. Yeah. Um. Uh. More writing, more screenplays. Uh. And then uh, editing uh, for others. I know there's been other people that uh, has been interested in me editing their work mm-hmm. um, as well. So that may be something. Uh, well, yeah, now that I will have my copy editing cert, cert I feel more confident mm-hmm. with that and editing other people's work. So that's highly interesting to me as well. And then maybe uh, getting into the game of producing others' work, bringing it to life. I'm excited for 22, uh, 2022. We'll see how it goes. Maybe that's too much on the plate, but you know, you can <laughs> adjust as too. you go. I find the same way too, but a year's a long time. So it is plenty of time to work it on is. these things. It is like, um, you can, you can do a lot if you are focused. <laughs> yep. If you're focused <laughs> and I also recommend checking out the podcast focus is a great show. <laughs> it's, it's another one of my favorite productivity podcasts out there too. Uh, I need to check it out. Um, yeah, but well. yeah, so that's kind of me. Any anything else or final thoughts from you about uh, your themes or the themes for next year? I am looking forward to it. I think that this is something that I need in my life because I did realize, especially over the past two years, that I have issues with focus, and the things that tended to drive me more with focus are. Uh, things like deadlines and the and the thought that somebody else could read it which is extremely making yourself in a very vulnerable position but also at the same time is a big motivator for me because why am I doing this if not for making sure people could uh, experience what I uh, what I create and mm-hmm. I've been doing that with podcasting before and of course like at work I have the I have the pressure of like external deadlines and peers to work with so it'll be a nice 
a nice muscle to work out to do self-imposed deadlines, which is something that I'm not so good at. But I've learned through my day job that deadlines are important to me for getting things done because what's it called? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's uh, it's actually discussed in the book Scary Fast, which is the uh, the rule that things take as long as you're given. So like if you say this thing is given oh, three years yeah. to complete, it will take three years to complete. It won't be completed yeah. sooner. If you say you have yourself three months to complete it, three months. If you say there's no deadline, it won't be released. So uh, yeah. I, that's, uh, I think this is a good time to apply that. So I guess my sub-focus, or I guess it's a tool for focus, is deadlines. But that's just a tool for getting things focused. But yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to this one. I assume that everything goes right. Uh, the, the grid doesn't collapse. There's no super, super <laughs> uh, strain of COVID-19 and uh everything's fine i think 2022 will be a good year so <laughs> yeah well i guess we'll check in at the end of the year on this one and probably of course we'll talk about throughout the year uh in our episodes yeah. how we're doing uh, just casually but yeah i guess in 2022 or early 2023 depending on when we release our next yearly theme episode uh we will see how this year went Absolutely. any last words for me mark Nothing for me. Um, if you all would like to share your things with us, of course, you can share it uh, on Instagram at Productive Lab. <laughs> yeah. I almost said Apex this, and I'm like, no, wrong one. <laughs> uh, if you want to share your things, you can uh, share them with us on our Instagram at Productive Lab or our Twitter at Productive Lab as well. Um, you can find uh, everything that we've mentioned in our beautiful show notes and on our website at tpl.show for short or the productivitylab.show. Kyle, where can they find you? You can find me at quadrant9.net for my personal bloggings, which tends to be about productivity stuff, and uh, uh, my newsletter, which is also linked on the top of the, uh, the website, which is dispatches from quadrant nine you can find that at buttondown.email slash kyle sq9 which kyle sq9 is also my uh, twitter handle which is uh, the q9 ship for quadrant nine uh, so that's at kyle sq9 on twitter you can also read all my fiction at jonathankweb.com that's jonathankweb.com make sure you put a k in there because if not you'll find some like motivational speaker from like tennessee or something <laughs> uh, i'm not that guy i'm not that eloquent uh, props for him for making a career about being a good speaker I can never do that and you could also well I guess I was going to plug your stuff Mark where can I find you <laughs> you can follow Mark at <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter where I rarely post at AskMarkio that's AskMarkio you can also find my blog and writings and newsletter at AskMark.io until then stay productive good episode i like theme episodes nothing like 
looking up for the future and then being beat down by reality. That's why themes are there, though, to be adaptable. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It kind of makes you... Yeah, it makes you pumped for the new year. It definitely does. Like, oh, so excited to do all these projects. 